June 8th, 2040. Today, Terry fought Ink. It was a long, drawn-out battle, but he eventually emerged victorious. Ink had taken on my, uh... Bruce! Wh what? Bruce! Wh Bruce, is that you? What is it, Superman? Bruce, I was wondering if you heard from Pete Ross. Uh, Pete Ross is your friend, Superman. He used to visit me all the time. That's and I, I don't remember anymore where he lives. I he Clark, never called. Clark, I'm trying to get down my memoirs, please, uh, if you don't mind. Did you know that it's harder to feel the superpowers these days because the ozone layer is keeping the is putting too much yellow sun in the atmosphere. I'm closing the door, Clark. <clears throat> now, where was I? Ah, yes. Ink had taken on my, uh, my characteristics so that she looked like me. But Terry saw through the disguise because he knows that I'm not actually in black and white. It was then that he threw a batarang at her, tried to cut off the side of her arm. Bruce, hey, Bruce, Ugh. you in here? What you is in there, it? Bruce? What is it? Hey, it's Barry. Ugh. It's Barry. How's it going? Hi, Flash. You know, I used to be the fastest man alive. I know. Now I count myself lucky if I can get to the front of the line for pudding during that's, lunch. That's fantastic, Barry. Ah, uh, remember? Remember how I used to break the sound barrier? Barry. Now I just break the taxpayers' wallets. Barry, uh, why don't, Barry, why don't you try and race Superman around the world again? Superman's kind of fallen down outside. I'm right here. I can't find my pen. I need to write the daily newspaper. Yeah, I'm right there, Superman. All right. Uh, I gotta take care of this. All right, thank you. Bye. Uh, where was I? Uh. Uh. Ah, yes. Terry flew down after hitting Ink with the batarang. He quipped. Something. I don't quite remember what. It was something like, um, that's why you should never write on an empty... No, that's not it. Hmm. I caught it all on the recordings. I'll, I'll have to visit my my video again. Bruce! Ugh, Bruce! What? what? It's GL! Ugh. Listen! What? I think I saw Hawk Girl again last night. Hawk Girl's Your dead. Prime. Hawk Girl's dead. She was soaring against the sun. That's the photograph you have. It brought tears to my eyes. <sighs> She's dead. She's reincarnated already. You'd know Solomon Grundy. <sighs> <laughs> yes, yeah, good, I do. Good one, GL. Born on a Monday, I know. <laughs> All right, that's probably enough. <laughs> that, that's good. So that was that was pretty good. Yeah. Um, shall we uh, shall we get into it? 
Sure, okay. So, uh, welcome listeners, one and all. You are listening to the Cartoncast. We review the... cartoons that we're not sure if we liked to figure that out. The Cartoncast Beyond, or as it's known abroad, <laughs> Podcast of the Future. <laughs> really stupid. My <laughs> name is Ben. Uh, you're, you're Ben Man, and I'm <laughs> Zane the Boy Wonder. <laughs> I don't like I don't like this at all. Let's not let's pretend that that's not how we're carrying. Yeah, you you pick this show, but now you're in my territory. I, and now I'm in your territory. Um, <laughs> so Zane, why don't you tell us a little bit about Batman Beyond? All right, so Batman Beyond, uh, also known as Batman of the Future in most uh, international countries. I didn't know that. Okay. Uh, it aired from 1999 to 2001 on the WB and was made in collaboration with DC Comics. It's, it's, it was meant as somewhat of a sequel series to the Batman the Animated Series? Mm. Series? Uh, which, <laughs> yep. <laughs> which, yep, yep, yep. Which ended in uh, 1995. It's the same, same voice actor for, uh, for Batman. For so, the Batman, the guy playing Batman, um, let me see his name. No, we don't have to do, we Kevin Conroy. do characters. Yeah. Well, it, since you mentioned, Kevin Conroy is Batman, and he's every animated he's every Batman, Batman yeah. since 1992. Yeah, <laughs> including which I really video like. Games. Which I really like. <laughs> like, um, that's, uh, he, he, he's just committed to his craft. It's almost like, uh, in the same way that Bruce Wayne donned, like, the sort of Batman identity, mm-hmm. um, and couldn't slip back into a normal life. <laughs> uh, the, uh, Kevin, what was it, Conroy? Conroy, yeah. Kevin Conroy donned the, the Batman identity and couldn't do any other voice acting. Maybe, <laughs> maybe because the damage to his throat was already done. Um, anyway, Batman... uh, By the way, I started tearing up when I was doing GL. Do are you? <laughs> yeah, like, my voice still hurts a little bit. Uh, Batman Beyond had several producers, most of whom worked on Batman the Animated Series, as well as some other DC animations. Yeah, and there's like a lot of little nods in the, in, mm-hmm. in the show that right. harken back to... Uh, you know, the Bruce Wayne era of Batman. Yeah. Um, you're sort of a, a resident DC expert. Well, not maybe not expert, but... I'm a uh, big fan. I'm a big journeyman. fan. Um, you know, I, I, I like the, the Batman diverse. Um, he's not my favorite superhero, but, like... What, the, what, what, whenever who is having... your favorite superhero? Um, <laughs> probably, not weird ones. Probably Green Lantern. Really? Um, you like GL? I like the GL stories. They're really good in the expanded universe kind of thing. Um, he's sort of like the uh he's sort of like Captain America and that's all I know about him. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I but I like all of the DC animated uh TV shows which you know I like how they connect to each other. DC like Titans. Yeah. Like really Batman good. Beyond itself didn't actually like it didn't receive a wrap up until like Justice League Unlimited came in and was like, you know, we really should wrap up that series. It ended yeah. a while ago. <laughs> yeah, and uh that made Justice like uh one of like the future look episodes mm-hmm. made Justice League into its like own series, right? Yeah, it's it's all a big hodgepodge. Yeah, but it's all I mean it's all internally consistent. You can kind of yeah. get away with it because it's in the future. Oh, but like I was saying, um, you know, Batman's not my favorite, but whenever there's an icebreaker of anything, you know, people are like, um, you know, move your butt if you have glasses, and then everybody with glasses like moves around. Uh, oh whenever, yeah. Whenever we do that, I always say, move your butt if. You think Batman would beat Superman in a fight? Oh, of and, course he would. And then you see, <laughs> yeah, then you see. If I'm not mistaken, who's actually paying attention to the comics? <laughs> well, he he wins he wins two battles. One of the one is the moral battle, right? <laughs> and the other one is being able to plan five minutes ahead in time, right? Well, like, well Superman, Superman just doesn't 
he doesn't really have a lot of self-awareness or like concept of time. It's Superman he's got like this Kryptonian strike. linearity problem. Superman would never strike first. Yeah, that's true. Batman would just kryptonite up some batarangs and you know go for the limbs because it's non-lethal. Maybe we should have um, just done the Batman animated series just so that we could get our Batman out before <laughs> we branch off. <laughs> no, 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 no. I like I like this one better because yeah. uh, everyone understands the Batman character. Um, and, and this, this is, is him an in interesting, a new... This is an interesting spin on it. Yeah, and actually this show also received a, uh, a spin-off of its own, uh, The Zeta Project. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I think there was a tie-in with Static Shock as well. Yeah, they had a Static Shock episode. Um, so that uh, Move Your Butt If game, I yeah. just wanted to... I just wanted to say because I'm always very proud of mine, which is uh, if you uh, if if you thought that uh, Gangster's Paradise was a parody of Amish Paradise, <laughs> <laughs> which I did, it's pretty great for a couple of years there. Have you ever had your um, you know uh, listening device on shuffle and then it goes to a song and then it immediately plays the Weird Al parody of that song? No, do you think that that's, like, Weird Al's future ghost coming back in time and, like, warning us of some sort of uh, uh, parody-themed apocalypse scenario? I would consider it a coincidence. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you're, you're more generous than I am. It's but, only happened know. to me once. Um, now, Zane, in, in comic books and, you know, animated series based yeah. on comic books, I'm mm -hmm. like, there are no coincidences. No, no. Any con It's called conservation of detail. Anything that happens will be brought up again. Right, and it has to be, especially for this show, because it's only like a, they're they're like they're they're twenty minute you know shorts, and they really uh they they usually actually I did want to say something about just the, the uh not the overall plot because we'll mm -hmm. get to the plot, but this is a very relevant part of uh you know the the time structure of the show mm -hmm. is that the tone um the, it, like the, the tone of the show it's the the show's paced very well, like it's paced mm -hmm. kind of like a comic book. Yeah. You know, there's a cold open, Batman's doing something cool, it ties into something in his regular life, he goes and, you know, inspects it up, there's a second action scene, he goes back to Bruce, they talk about something until they crack the case, and then there's a final battle, like, and it's all very, I don't know, I feel like it was, it felt really well paced, it's the good, the it's fact, good pacing for action. The fact that he has a personal life, um, adds a lot to it, I think. I, I think that makes it very different from the regular Batman. But let's save that for characters. Yeah. Why don't do you give us the overarching plot? Uh, should I give the... No, I can do it. I, I got a yeah. pretty succinct one. Okay, uh, you, you give it. You know, I'm not going to explain Batman. No, 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 no. no. I, um, I don't want a pre-explanation explanation. Just do it. Uh, so it's Gotham... Go, 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 go. go. It's Faster. Gotham, Old Go Flash. Stop. <laughs> it's, got, <laughs> it's Gotham City. <laughs> uh, it's Barry. <laughs> it's Gotham City that. in the far off year of 2039. Mm. Uh, 25 years from now, but it was 40 years from when it actually came out. <laughs> yep. Uh, Gotham is still corrupt, crime-ridden city, uh, and Batman is still needed to patrol the streets, but the original Batman has gotten old. Is he really needed, though? Because, like... The city didn't blow up from various, you know, plant-themed villains that wanted to blow up Gotham. Not past, until, not until, however, the, twenty years. Well, they have the Joker's gang, and uh, no, 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 no. That's know. in the that's in the present day of the show. But what about the time lapse between when Batman stopped? Oh, you Bruce mean after he got up the like, mantle? Yeah, well, he yeah, when he had like his little freak out. he had his heart attack like the first like the first five minutes of this of the series. Right. Batman gets a heart attack. Like, so that's it's twenty years. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. Um, I really like that. And he doesn't even stop fighting no. at that point. He's just like, yeah, 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 that can be ignored. And then when he's forced to pull a gun, that's when he stops fighting. 
I don't. But, uh, I just never understood why he didn't take all that money that he spent being Batman and just like invested it in urban education and like, you, you know. <laughs> cause, well, because uh, that doesn't make for a compelling comic, first of all. Mm. Um, but but uh, he yeah. trains a new Batman, Terry McGinnis. Well, well hang on a second, because I wanted to like. I want I want to get your take on this. What the hell has been happening for the past 20 years without Batman? It doesn't seem like this city is all that much worse off. Everyone seems pretty cheerful. Gotham's natural state is on the brink of collapse. <laughs> <laughs> so like, what is Batman doing? He's just he's just keeping it going. <laughs> yeah, but he doesn't. He, he, he unless like the phantom effects of Batman last for 20 years, which that strains credibility. Like criminals wouldn't be afraid for that long. If if he didn't show up anymore, wouldn't the isn't the idea behind Batman is to strike fear into the hearts of villains? Yeah, well maybe maybe, maybe he like, still goes out occasionally or like does a Scooby Doo esque hologram show to like, <laughs> to trick. Uh, nice. Or maybe one of those Robins he had over the years did something. Like why didn't he oh, train yeah. one of them to become maybe Batman? Night, maybe Nightwing like, just kept eight kept, Robins kept it going for a while. Or maybe Wonder Woman pitched in. Yeah, where were the other superheroes? Uh, they, they don't matter in this, which they I like. I don't like that there are other superheroes. Everywhere. Uh, no, they're not. Gotham is a pretty small chunk of change when you consider what other people in the in the DC universe care about. I suppose planets, so. Atlantis, timelines. <laughs> okay, <laughs> it gets crazy. No, um, you're starting to make yeah. Batman sound lazy. Ooh, an excellent couplet. Um, so <laughs> the the whole the whole series to me. Here's what I think of the plot, mm-hmm. and, and what this take is. Um, mm-hmm. It is Batman, like, there's a future aesthetic that's just to keep up with the times and to interest the millennials, in my eyes. Um, mm-hmm. But the series, uh, I'm taking as a look on what happens when Batman becomes fettered. Yes, right? yes, I think that's the major part. Because he looked unfettered. Honestly, and I think... He, he now has to juggle school, girls family with Batman duties, and that's a huge point of contention between Terry and Bruce. I honestly think the show would have worked a lot better if it was set during present day, but Batman was still old. Like, Batman Ooh. started earlier. <laughs> like, like the technology they use is supposed to make the, the plot more interesting and, and the setting more, you know, cyberpunk and all that. But yeah, like, I don't think it's really to make the plot more interesting but, so much as to make it... Uh, it'll make the well, villains maybe, more interesting. Yeah, it, make, yeah, it, make it makes the their powers more interesting. More but even superhero shows set in the present have super advanced technology. Yeah, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, like, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., uh, anything with Star Labs or Cadmus, any, anything they bring up with that. like. I, 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 Cadmus is a huge coin flip whenever Cadmus is involved in whether or not it's stupid. <laughs> it's going to be stupid, but it's still going to be high-tech. It's really stupid this time. <laughs> it's like... It's, like, bad. Like, this is worse than cloning a Superman and making him Superboy, and now he's half Lex Luthor. Like, that's all they know how to do is that's clone people. That's a classic plot so line, weird. by the way. <laughs> yeah, this is the second time they keep doing it. What, is that? what the hell, Cadmus? Ugh. If at but first anyway. you don't succeed, clone Superman again. <laughs> so, let's talk about, uh, let's, yeah. <laughs> let's, it's like, uh, it's like how whenever, um, you know, you need a villain society to do something evil, they just clone Hitler. Mm-hmm. Whenever, um, whenever super villainy in a superhero universe needs to do something evil, they just clone Superman and try to make him evil. Have they ever, like, done a clone Superman attack? is Hitler. There you go. Yeah, that's... You're welcome. Uh, they, they did a comic, the like, Red Sun or something where uh, Superman was communist, but I don't think they made it Hitler. <laughs> yep. 
They might. Yeah. They made him I British. So. They, they made him Amish once. Well, that's. I mean, that's just an excuse to watch Superman do a barn raising. I think. <laughs> Which I would. Ben, I would was, watch that. Was the song "Gangsters Paradise" based on Superman's Amish paradise? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't know about that, but Batman walking down the alleys, um, does go with, damn, it feels good to be a gangsta. So maybe there's a tie-in, <laughs> loosely, with the rap slash Weird Al Yankovic scene. But anyway, um, damn, let's talk about characters. A real dark night, gangster plays his cause, right? <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. Anyway. Maybe I'll just play gangsters parrot, or... Maybe uh, <laughs> Gangster's Paradise or Damn It Feels Good to Be a Gangster as the outro. <laughs> I haven't f- figured out what to do for the outro. The intro is definitely going to be sweet. Solid gold. I really... We keep. By the way, for all of you shows. listening, one take. One take. <laughs> one take, no plan ahead of time. Just. <laughs> oh, for us? <laughs> are you talking about us or are you talking about the Batman Beyond intro? No, we did one take. The Batman Beyond intro is, is great. It looks like it does. it did infinitely many takes. It's really good. Um, there's, like, those quick cuts of, like, a photorealistic Bruce Wayne's face, and then the word apathy <laughs> blinking across the screen. It's got, like, it's apathy, really cool. corruption, greed, and then just hope. Yeah, which, you know, I uh, that's going to be a running theme with this episode, is that I wish it wasn't as shiny as it was. But, mm. in any case, let's get into the, let's get into the characters. Um, let me, let me start off this one, and then you can, sure. you can tell me how you feel about it. Um, I feel we, good. There's a, there, well, <laughs> let's see how it goes. Because first we have to talk about Terry. Terry. Um, I don't love Terry. He's not Bruce Wayne. That's no. very apparent. He's he's contrast. He like this series is just contrasting new Batman to old Batman. And old Batman was so interesting that new Batman had to be not interesting. Um, Batman is for Terry. Being Batman is just an outlet and a job. It's just mm-hmm. a role he plays, but he's still got a life outside of it. Yeah. And, um, combine that with, you know, the hot-headedness of youth and, like, an anti-authoritarian streak against Bruce himself, um, he just doesn't really have a vigilante justice. I don't think that he can be vigilante justice without those self-imposed rules and actually becoming the mass. They, they play up the, um, you know, difference between Terry having a life and Batman not having a life. Um, Which it, I'm glad. They bring it up both between the two characters, and also if Terry meets anybody that used to know Bruce. Um, like, like he'll run into Barbara Gordon, uh, who's become the police commissioner. Yeah. She used to be Batgirl. And mm-hmm. and she'll say, you know, he he was just, like, his entire life was behind the mask. and Yeah. And it's he doesn't of, like Terry. And, and he's always debating, like, should I be the Batman that's only Batman, or should I, you know, pursue these other things? And, and really... He'll he makes never, the wrong decision. He'll never be the Batman that Bruce is. No, he 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 has too much of a life. He still has one of his parents. He's got a girlfriend. He goes to the same fucking dance club night in and night out. What the hell is with that dance club? They show it all the time. Like, it's just so Are you just watching the intro again and again? No, no, no. They go to that dance club all the time. Really? When he's meeting, yeah, when he's meeting Ten or other stuff. Hmm. I like that. I like that relationship. The whole, you know, uh, Romeo Juliet. Like one of them's the hero, one of them's the villain. Uh, love sort of deal. Yeah, that was a, that was a cool arc. But they go to the same nightclub all the time, and like, it's it, it it's a very bleak view of millennials these days. It's like <laughs> is that what it's it was like going Bruce, for? 
I think so. It's like as though Bruce was like, I'm going to make a show about Batman I just to like get everybody to remember that Batman's an important symbol. Mm-hmm. But I have to make everything accessible to them, so I'm going to put a really loud nightclub in every episode. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it seemed like yeah. to me. I, I didn't care for the nightclub. Te- it's like it's all the techno, uh, you know, dance club rave aesthetic that's very prevalent in this series. Yeah, a lot of a lot of industrial rock. Yeah, it reminds the... me of like how you know Rocket Power was like a shameless extreme sports grab. This is sort of a this is sort of an industrial rock techno grab a yeah. little bit. Uh, but it it fits the theme. It fits the forty years of the future. It's weird that he goes to the dance. He's always a loner. Like, he's set mm. up as the loner, but he, like... Yeah, he's super popular, he's, though. He's popular. Everybody, like... People might not like him, but they know him. He's got a good friend. His mom is really is always on him, like, where were you last night? He's got a kid yeah. brother that he hangs out with. Like, he's not... He's likable. He's not... A, like, he's played as a loner, but he's not. He's not Batman. Like, the whole character of Batman is essentially can vigilante justice work, and... Terry kind of removes some essential elements from that formula. Mm-hmm. The rock firm beliefs, the uh, the absolute devotion to the cause, patience. <laughs> he doesn't have any of them. Like, he's more relatable than Batman. Yeah, you, which I don't think? love. Yeah, that's what characters like the Flash are for. Like, you're not supposed yeah. to get... Like, the, the one with the, the reason, superpower is the, the relatable. The Batman works is because he is pure vengeance. Like, he's so single-minded on his task. Yeah, he... I mean, the idea behind it is that he's supposed to strike fear into the hearts of uh, yeah, into he's, the hearts of villains. He's supposed to be impenetrable, and but when you show this humanity, he's not like this invincible Batman anymore. He's just like, oh yeah, you a know, guy with a suit. Yeah, Batman protects Gotham, and you know, whoever protects yeah, Carbonite City or whatever. He he's not a symbol, you know, and right. it just like he doesn't. It, as soon as he's relatable, he's not like uh something that strikes fear into the hearts of villains, like. Every villain in this show isn't really afraid of Batman. Not the new Batman. They're just like, hey, it's Batman. Let's beat him up. That's like badass. <laughs> they're kind of yeah. They're kind of happy to try to like take him in. Like I he's more do... lied, so he looks more beat up, beat upable. I do like his costume though. I fucking don't. Like, really? I like I like I like Bruce Wayne's brawn idiocy. Like, but I'm still a ninja. <laughs> yeah, but like, if, I mean, just like in old Batman's costume with the yellow and blue, and then new Batman's just like. Black and red, straight up. Oh, he's got these sharp just, like, lines. He looks like he's gonna era. cut through you just by walking. I don't like the cut through you by walking thing. I like the he's dark. Got, and, I like the black and gray. He's got I, rocket boots. You got me there. I don't. I don't really like the rocket boots. Oh, what are you doing? I like the you know Sherlock Holmes meets uh, Jean Claude Van Damme aspect of <laughs> of, of, of of Batman, uh, and I don't like the pointy ears which just go on for days. That's where the transmitter is. Do you know that, uh, do, do you, uh, did you know that, uh, in Dilbert, like, uh, the boss's pointy hair, like, Scott Adams was experimenting with the height of it, mm-hmm. and it got, like, it got to Batman Beyond-esque proportions. <laughs> and I'm wondering if that's what they did, if the animators just, like, kept on going and seeing how far they could get away with it. I that. kept on waiting for a villain to grab him from behind and him just stab him in the eye. <laughs> Why? I think Flash did that once with his Spike? little like lightning bolt ear. Yeah. Wait, are you talking about the boss? Pointy-haired boss? No. <laughs> no, no. Oh, Batman. Boy. Back to Batman. <laughs> All right, yeah, let's get back to Batman. So this, this this Terry is voiced by Will Friedel. Mhm. Uh or Friedleg or Friedleg. 
Um, who also is uh, the voice of Ron Stoppable. Ron Stoppable. Which, which garners a lot of uh, a lot of the sympathy vote for me. I really like his voice. Terry is the Ron Stoppable to Batman's Kim Possible. Is, that, gonna, is that a fair analogy? Um, if my slash fic is correct, then I guess <laughs> I guess that's pretty fair. Yeah, I'll, I'll go. I'll go. I'll go. Hazzy's on that. So Blight is Shigo or something? I don't know. Yeah, there's. Mr. Freeze is uh, Dr. Draken. Oh, I love the Mr. Freeze episode. I didn't actually watch it. Oh, it was great. He was such a tragic figure. Yeah, didn't uh, Terry, like, uh, empathize with him, and then it turned out that Mr. Freeze was still a supervillain? It was complex. He was just trying to control, like, he was melting. I did see the one with Rachel Ghoul. I like how they bring back old Batman villains, and Mm. we get to see how they're doing. Yeah, I I like the like see how age has defined all of these iconic characters besides Batman. That's cool. I like the new take. Like they don't just take back old Batman. Sometimes they have a twist or it's a legacy. Like Bane, mm-hmm. I, uh, Bane is now an old man. He's like struck to a life support thing. Oh shit! But um, people are using the Bane venom to pump yeah. up things now in these little slap things. They so, do that like, in uh, Young Justice also. Yeah, yeah. And so people are, like, putting them on, and it's like it's supposed to be, like, steroids. Yeah, um, I'm going ghosts! Yeah, it's... <laughs> it's actually... That's actually a funny part. Um, when he oh, comes man. home, and he, he, like, did some investigating and found these little patches, and his mom's like, what is that? And he's like, I, I was just holding... I found it in the locker room. It's not mine. It's, it's somebody else's. I'm just holding it. Holding it <laughs> it's like... Uh, Batman PSA, alright. Yeah, there's a few PSAs in this. There are. I don't love, but that one's pretty clever. <laughs> uh, I forgot what I was gonna say, but, uh, do you wanna go Run for, uh, you wanna go talk, let's talk about Bruce, actually, cause I wanna talk about how age kinda defines these iconic characters. Oh yeah, I love anytime Bruce, um, is unhappy. I'm a pig and shit. <laughs> it's so great. I love it. I love that the Batman character has chewed him up and spit him out. He has he has atrophy without Batman to hide behind. Yeah, you know? he's he's lost the speed, he's lost the toughness. He's still I mean he's pr- lost all the physical attributes. He's pretty yes. sharp in the mind and but he can still push through and like if something's life threatening, he will come out in a big way. Yeah, he But then he's boo. but then he's like real tired afterward. Well, it's not even, I wasn't even speaking of the physical change. That's, that's definitely apparent, and, you know, he sort of has an anti-youth, you know, manifesto because of Rachel Ghoul and the Lazarus pits. I think it has more to do with the anti-youth of just being 80 years old. Even though he's like, you're talking about when he's like 20, right? (laughs) (laughs) He's 80 at 20, 700 at 80. (laughs) Uh, but I like that, uh, you know, since, you know, the, uh, Wayne Enterprises got taken over, or like, uh, yeah, by uh, with Derek Powers. Derek Powers, I kept on wanting to call him like Powers Booth or like Max Powers, something. Yeah, he got his name from a hairdryer and then took over a company for the hairdryer and, you know, got in bed with Wayne Enterprises. Yeah. Um, he's, he and some of the other villains, like the corrupt businessman type things, are just way too corrupt to be believable. (laughs) Yeah. Like they're they're way too evil. Yeah, I, Give me a Rachel Ghoul. Rachel like, Ghoul is awesome. I really in, love- in his daughter's body? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> uh, um, what else was I going to say? Yeah, so the show really, what I really like about the beginning of the show, like when you see Bruce being all consternatory, I probably, <laughs> I keep using that word. <laughs> Dude. I don't think it's, yeah, I don't think it's a word, but that's okay. Um, 
uh, <laughs> yeah, when they when they show him being, you know, so uh, ornery and disgruntled, like old Batman was, like the uh, prime Batman was serious. Yeah. But this Batman is like Batman. The role of Batman chewed him up and spit him out. He's given up hope, which is weird because Gotham did not get worse. It feels like it got better. I mean, technology will do that. But anyway, he's alone and friendless, and you know, Alfred's he, long dead. Alfred's long dead. All of his protégés have Ace moved away. Him. Um, in my mind, like Ace killed Alfred, and he took Alfred or Ace in the dog. Oh. I wasn't sure if you knew what I was talking about. Oh, the about. dog's name is Ace? I yeah, thought you were talking a, about that... Um, yeah, the Royal Flush Gang. The Royal yeah. Flush... Is that what he named it after? No, no, that's a different thing, somehow. No, I don't remember exactly Ace what Ace from the Royal called. Flush Gang was the young girl at, in the Justice League Unlimited, like, ending to Batman Beyond? Oh, that's weird, because mm-hmm. Ace in this is just, like... Uh, it's just, like, number zero from uh, a, a Nuclear Age. Yeah, yeah. That big, like, voidless, like, Starman-looking guy. Right, right. Yeah, he's just the muscle. But I liked Ten in the Royal Flesh Gang this time. She's like this girl who, you know, it's uh, the Betty to uh, Dana's Veronica. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's a real fun relationship <laughs> that they play up. Um, I didn't look yeah, too much at the Royal that... Flesh Gang. Um, I did like the the Jokers, just like the like the nice, yeah. the Mooks. They're a bunch Jokers of Mooks. With a Z. <laughs> yeah, they're just a bunch of idiots that Terry gets to show off. Of. Against at the beginning of every episode. Yeah. <laughs> uh, before the real villain comes in. So, there's, they're kind of the only two important characters, and this series really plays up their relationship. Yeah. Which, spoiler, it's a dumb one. Like, I like the relationship between them, like the contrast of what Batman should be and what it has become. Mm-hmm. Just another face in the crowd that's superhero, really. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Cadmus stuck its nose in everyone's business and was like, Wait, 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 wait. He can't just be a father figure. He's literally Bruce's son. Like, uh. Yeah. It's so dumb. I really hate that. And then they were like, you know how we can really make him Batman? If we kill his parents. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, like, uh, Buck Buck Tud Russell comes back in time. It's like, we need a new Batman. Kind of back of the cereal box evil plan is this. This is terrible. Wait, no, 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 no. Oh, yeah, that's right. They they were going to kill his parents, but the guy, the assassin chicken out at the end. Yeah. And then just his dad died from some other reasons. Yeah. Later on. I don't, I don't like that they made him Bruce's biological son. Like, There's no make, point to it. It would make sense with any other superhero. <laughs> Anything with superpowers. This one, you could have done it with any kid who had, like, you know, a stocky heritage. Also, just kill his parents and make him move in with Bruce. Also, Terry is like, gotta be like sixteen. He's in high school. Seventeen, I think. He's Seventeen. Bruce is like eighty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a real Mayfly December romance thing going on. Yeesh. But uh, this is a. Uh, I'm using way too many TV tropes. I'm gonna stop that. Um, <laughs> I do like some. I shouldn't because it it's clearly designed for like the high school audience. But I do enjoy some of the high school scenes. I love the high school scenes. Like, the characters are all straight out of PSAs. Like, even the jerks are nice. Yeah. Um, there's no bad people in this. Like, there's the no teachers bad are, the teachers are jerks to Terry. Everybody hates Terry. Like, yeah, he's a, del- well, he's a delinquent. He has a delinquent, a delinquent past. He's failing family studies. Yeah. 
<laughs> in the best in the best episode ever. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, it's in every other high school drama, except now there's Batman in it. Yeah, and the technology like allows for these incredibly realistic egg babies that they can carry around. It's like, yeah. you gotta take care of this one. And he's like, I gotta pass my class, so I'm gonna have to tote this egg baby around with me while I'm Batmaning. <laughs> yeah, and he doesn't benefit from the standard husband and wife team uh, pairing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, she's she's not helpful. Did you get that? Yeah, I, I was actually trying to figure out a way to shoehorn it in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm way ahead of you. You I gotta let it coming. come naturally. <laughs> Much like, uh, okay. So, <laughs> but, uh, no, I like the end of that episode with the egg baby where the teacher's like, you all showed the, the things, you know, love oh, yeah. and, and gave it food, but you really needed to stimulate its mind, and Terry's the only one that did that. And I'm thinking, yeah. like, High yep, G force. The more you know. The more <laughs> you know. Random this violence is, is what babies need. Something everyone who's watching the show can, you know, write that one down, put it in the vault, use it when you're a parent. Baby plus backflip equals good parenting. I think so. I mean, it's like pushing your kid on the swing. Yeah. If the kid doesn't know that it's happening in an incredibly her- in dangerous manner, like an inherently dangerous manner, what's the difference? Yeah. <laughs> Wee! Rocket boots. <laughs> I'm a little punchy today. Yeah. I didn't get a lot of sleep last night because I actually started playing Hearthstone for the first time. Yeah, sorry about that. Hey, you should be. Right before we record? I told you to stop. <laughs> well, yeah, but, like, shut up, though. It'll work. Like, mer- merlocks, merlocks, merlocks. It'll work its way out in about a month. <laughs> like a parasite. <laughs> uh, gonna take a bunch of my time and, you know, uh, attention with it. I'm gonna turn out, like, Bruce Wayne at, by the end of it. You just play it while so, watching uh, The Daily Show. That's why I always... I, I was watching Batman Beyond while I was playing it. Well, that's a, that's why I always um, watch all of our episodes for the show on Monday, because there's no Daily Show, and I gotta do something while playing Hearthstone. Mm-hmm. I can't do it on Tuesday, because Game of Thrones. Uh. I, I'm, I'm really excited to see... Um, uh, nah, I was trying to reference either this show or Time Squad again, but it didn't make any sense, and I didn't have a convenient way to do it, so <laughs> I'm going to shamefully back out. You can't wait my, to see the episode my in which uh, the Dothraki decide to become pacifists, mm-hmm. and Buck Tudrussell has to come back and show them how to fight again. Oh, that's really good. <laughs> yeah, by not. killing, by killing Khal Drogo. <laughs> but he underestimated him. And actually, Buck Todd Russell is now dead. Which means that he can't right any of the other wrongs in the past. So Time Time Squad has to uh, prevent uh, (laughs) Buck Todd Russell from ever going to the past. So Batman is... (laughs) 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 Just 90 degrees. Um, I actually found some interesting um, trivia about this show. And and, like the concept for it. well, actually, uh, the movie Batman Begins um, was actually supposed to be based on Batman Beyond. Wasn't that The Rise of the Joker? No, Batman Begins, the Before the Dark Knight. Oh, Begins. Yeah. Oh, Batman. yeah. That was a good movie. It was supposed to be based on Batman Beyond, but then um, it changed yeah. directors to Darren Aronofsky. I'm okay with that. And it was, and then it, be, it was supposed to become about uh, the Batman Year One comic. Then Christopher Nolan got a hold of it. Oh boy! And it became, you know, Batman Begins. Thanks, Christopher Nolan. You get one egg. <laughs> All right. <laughs> An egg baby. Um. Yeah. Let's give people. Let's like give people eggs when they do something right. Um. And then make egg noises. Yeah. The idea, like the whole high school angle, they wanted to make it like. It, the idea came from Jamie Kellner, who was the head of programming at WB, 
And they mm-hmm. wanted a kid-friendly Batman show to sell to the Buffy crowd, which, yeah, you know, which, no. worked out. <laughs> no, it, it's fine. Like, Batman's still cool, but is uh, as soon as the Dark Knight hit, I'm just like, oh, this is what Batman's supposed to be. Well, this show All was that not other exactly stuff was kid, like, This show was not kid-friendly. They say like, that. Even the, by the intro, you can tell. Yeah, well, I mean, like, it's kind of got that Rocket Power vibe where they're, like, aiming to a higher audience than they're actually aiming to. Yeah. To, like, get people who want to be more, you know, mature. I think. That's why they put the dance club everywhere. Well, they tried to change the feeling of the show in season two. Mm-hmm. They, they wanted to shift it to more high school drama and away from uh, corporate corruption. Yeah, which, mistake. <laughs> yeah, no, you gotta mistake, do that. Mistake, mistake, mistake. Gotta do that. <laughs> I do agree. I do agree that the genre is dark, but it's not as dark as the Dark Knight, so it's, it's not as not dark okay. as it should be. It's not as dark as it should like, be. It doesn't ba- have any the grit. Batman the animated series was darker, and it came out in like. Teen 19- Titans was 19- darker. Teen Titans was messed up. <laughs> Teen Titans was great, uh, but yeah, this one's <laughs> only. It's only as mature as Terry, really. You know. Yeah. <laughs> one good thing about it is that uh, they really like the action scenes are kind of what I want Batman to be. I think. I, like, I'm upset action. that Terry's a, as good at like. It's he's, a suit. That he's, that he's very good at being Batman. It's the new suit. It's the new suit? It's the new suit. That's why I don't like Terry much, because, you know, uh, personal, personal, you know, ideologies aside, he's also just, like, not as skilled as Bruce Wayne was. Well, so like, he, in the like, first he gets episode, no passes. In the first episode, he steals the Batsuit and instantly knows how to fly with it. Yeah, you know, whatever. I, I didn't need a whole, like, training simulation episode. I'm okay I, with it. I would have liked one. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I mean, I'll just like. You gotta watch your guard, kid. <laughs> Line up the shot. <laughs> <laughs> Take your time. You've got all the time in the world. <laughs> um. So, uh, yeah, the the animators I think really showed off the action sequences. Mm-hmm. Um, and the music and sound really also shined here. Like, I think this is a good show. It's just not a good Batman show. Right, right. And like, I think like. The action scenes and the music are all very tonally consistent, and it's, it's fun to watch. Like, it's like the perfect amount of time. The pacing's good, like I said. I feel, I, I I think feel like it's a very end, good. I feel like the ending fight sequences are a little too short. Like, there's a lot really? of there's a lot of build up before. It's not that much. I feel like most of the show is just like, oh, you know, here is our enemy. We got to be in this time and place to thwart them, and they have like a quick skirmish, like. Ten minutes in, and then they like build up for the final battle. Like, I, I, don't I know. like that. I like that pacing. It's, it's a slow build, but there's only twenty two minutes, so. Yeah, uh, one thing I didn't like was that the de- the, the detective aspect of it. Oh they yeah. They didn't. They didn't really. They more or less just relied on new technology, yeah. like the rest of the show did. It's computers it made up and technology. It's Batman with nothing better to do. The internet. Um. Yeah. It's <clears throat> like I wouldn't have minded like a little bit more you know, cognitive processes on Terry's end. But he's 17, so he really does need Batman at this state. Yeah. Um, what else do we got? Um. I, uh, <laughs> I, I, here's one thing I really would have liked to see. Um, mm-hmm. You know, because there's not so much strike fear into the hearts of villains thing going on, um, and that no one's afraid, to rea- uh, afraid of Terry, I would have liked for the show to be 20 years darker down Batman's timeline. Like, everyone's everyone's life has gone to shit. But, I mean, that would be a different show. But it would have been an awesome show. I, I just maintain that it should have been set in the present. I think that would make it more interesting. Well, I mean, that's... 
you know, that's a tall order. You can't really plan for the future technology. So they just kind of had to, they had to do the safe thing and make sure it was, make sure it was no, that's, that's reasonable. What I'm I think the show would be better without the future technology. Really? I think the concept of Batman needing to retire is so strong that diluting it, like, focusing on that mentor-mentee relationship, I think is, is ultimately more fulfilling than looking at all this new tech. It is, but it, that's not what this show was. This show was a sell, to, a Batman sell to a new crowd mm. that wasn't concerned with that, you know, uh, that interpersonal conflict and, you know, the, the, the ideology of a, of an unbreakable man. Like, that, the people they were selling to were not interested in that, which is why we are now finding it objectionable. Do you think it would have worked better as its own standalone concept? Like, not Batman, but like, you know, you know, just not associated with that and have it be its own thing? Not really, because you really need to have that contrast that's already built in from what you know about Batman. Mm, like, good point. to see Batman being broken by the end of it, coming out of nowhere, that's not really that evocative. Yeah. But uh, seeing seeing Bruce sad and alone and unable to, you know, <laughs> make even minor changes to the justice system anymore. He, he, he spent a few seconds trying to open his bottle of pills, and it was the saddest thing. Oh my god, it's so hard to watch. <laughs> and, then, and then he, like, looks to Terry, like, as though asking him to help him pick it up, and Terry just leaves. Oh Cause, man! Because he's mad. I forgot about that! <laughs> that's great! <laughs> like, that's one of those scenes that's actually really, really solid. Yeah. Anytime they go away from Batman and Terry, it's it it gets worse. I, and I don't even care about watching Terry. I just want to watch Batman and things around Batman happen. What if it was just like a, you know, the like a Batman. the Man from Earth situation yeah. where it all takes place in one room, and it's just Batman's life now. He <laughs> has to watch Terry go have these adventures, and just he's sad the rest of the time. Batman as Oracle kind of thing. Yeah, I mean that's essentially what this is. Um. Yeah, that would have been awesome. I, I would. I would love to see that. I really because it does really drive home the idea that you know putting on the mantle of Batman, being an unbreakable man, is a sacrifice in and of itself. You're yeah, giving that's... up things in the in the immediate, and you're giving up things long term, and it's important because you're being this you know symbol of justice, and this this future dynamic really breaks all of that all of that tension that was building up. And and I really hate it for that. That's I why I love dark... the episode with um with Rajah Ghoul. Yeah, because Raz he Al Ghul. offers Bruce a chance to be young again, and, and Bruce takes it because Bruce... he's weak. Oh my god, he he show he struggles with the concept. He's like against it morally, which is not what Batman would have done. And but that's he great. Feels he feels so defeated, like he yeah. misses that. Yeah, and that's yeah. great to see. Yeah, you see the mask. The you see like a. Uh, point by point, how the mantle of Batman is so important to him, and that he's willing to give up his morals in order to reclaim that glory that actually made him a person that he liked being. Yeah. it's That That was such a good episode. <laughs> Except for when Terry was on screen, but the rest of it was fine. <laughs> you really don't like Terry. I don't think he's that strong of a character. Like, he's fine on his own. I don't want him to be Batman. Yeah. Um, what do you think of Max? Who? Uh, Terry's friend, who's good with computers. Oh, the pink-haired one. Mm-hmm. And eh, she's you know, uh, pluck, plucky, uh, plucky sidekick. Um, yeah. Not, not much to it. Like I, I like her okay. Um, I don't think that 
Again, I don't think that she's necessary for the story, but Terry's not necessary for the story, so, you know, I'm, it's too far away from what I want it to be. <laughs> that being said, it is still fun to watch, I have to admit. And I don't dislike Terry just watching him moment to moment. No. It's just it's just always at the back of my mind being like, no, you, you don't have to be making these quips with, you know, the Jokers with a Z. You need to be home with Bruce making him his tea and telling him that that sugar's bad for him. You want to like, watch The Adventures of Alfred. Yes! That's what I'm hearing. That's all Amar, I wanted. my mute butler. Well, I really... <laughs> we got to do that at some point. Well, I really like, you know... It needs to be a young guy. It needs to be a young Alfred. Like, uh... Yeah. This could... Like, the, uh... You don't understand, man. You're too old. You forgot what being Batman is. <laughs> I know more about being Batman than you ever will. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. This I feel like clue I feel, what's in my nightmares. I feel like what you really want is a two-person stage play. Yeah, like Top Dog of this. Yeah. <laughs> I do. A lot of I like do. a lot of like really heavy silences and just strong looks. Did you see the uh did you see the episode where Batman's birthday <laughs> and, and Terry and Terry takes him to, uh, <laughs> Batman to, the, to the Batman musical. Yeah. He hates it. Yeah, Why he hates it. He's like, this is trash. I'm leaving. <laughs> Terry's like, come on. Sketchy. Which, which, like, there, I think that might even be like a meta nod of like the show's producers being like, we, un we understand everyone. We understand that we're cheapening it. <laughs> we understand that your Batman is not this Batman, but, you know, <laughs> just, just let it happen. Pretty great. Yeah. I'm gonna put that uh, that uh, that one song at the end. I think <laughs> the song from the musical. I love it. I can't remember what it was right now, but I'll, I'll put it back there. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's notable because that's the only music that's not like pounding, pulsing, like yeah. metal, rave. angry it's rave music. It's yeah. all rave music. How do you feel about the Batman? The, the fact that they don't use the Batman theme. I like that. It is a different Batman. I, I really want to hear the Batman theme again. It's just so strong. There's a lot of good Batman themes. Batman's a strong <laughs> musical character. That that theme that I was saying comes up when Bruce starts fighting as a young man when he's uh, Rachel Ghoul. Oh, does he? Eyes. Yeah. I, I didn't I, I catch didn't, that. I didn't notice it the first time either. I went back and looked for it. Pretty cool. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. Man, I love that. I love Batman. <laughs> I love Batman so goddamn much. <laughs> and it, it's, it's because of, you know, Arkham Asylum, Arkham City, and The Dark Knight. But, uh, it just, there's a reason they were so successful. It's like, they finally figured out why this character was great and put him in an environment in which it was necessary for him to be great. <laughs> like, in that exact manner. He's the hero the city needs. Yeah, but not the one we deserve, I guess, for this show, anyway. Yeah. It's still a good show, though. What's your, uh... How do, which Batman do you prefer? Like, which Batman chronology? Yeah, give me, give me like, the breakdown, Gold Age, Silver Age, Dark, Dark Age. Well, the original Batman had a gun. Really? Yeah, he, he was basically... Petty, there was a petty criminal, you know, oh, somebody had a burglary on a cruise ship. He shows up, he waits for them, he finds them, he shoots them. He was the Punisher? He was pretty much the Punisher. That's not Golden Age. Explain <laughs> this, this to me is, what's happening This is right 1938, now. Ben, I'm Oh, jeez. Um, Golden Age like Batman was might. much more, 
you know. I like how they mined like great. I like how they mined Great Depression era Batman for a modern like gritty villain. <laughs> that's that or uh, uh, anti-hero. That's so good. Yeah, Batman's had a lot of iterations. The the Golden Age Batman was was basically, you know, you've got these rogue gallery. He's gonna he's. He's got Robin to sell to the kids, and you know they make they smile. They make it. It's not as campy as the '60s Camp Batman, but that, it's still that, that pretty actually, child friendly. The '60s Camp Batman actually still holds a place in my heart. <laughs> like, like I didn't watch it. I only see like the you know the the Simpsons riff of it or whatever, mm-hmm. or like Fairly Odd Parents do it. I'm pretty sure all the time. The the but Silver Age Batman it's still very funny. The Silver Age Batman is the one we're probably more most familiar with, you know, him as the strong-jawed, laconic... The Dark Knight? The Dark Knight kind of thing. And he's had a lot of revisions in the 80s and 90s, some really strong yeah. graphic novels. There's one of those uh, D&D Punnett Square things up for oh, Batman. Oh, the lawful... Lawful good stuff. Lawful, yeah. <clears throat> lawful good uh, axis. The alignment axes, yeah. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, which is, you know... I. I think that's fairly apt, more than maybe any other one of those I've seen. Like I've seen the one for Firefly or anything. I used I used that axis to um, explain to one of my students the difference between uh, evil and breaking the law. Ooh, yeah. that's that's man. Maybe you're like training the next Batman. I hope not. She was really annoying. Okay, that girl then. Mm. <laughs> that, that that fits. <laughs> but uh, uh, but no, I, I think my favorite Batman would probably be. The one from Justice League Unlimited? Really? Uh, yeah, really hands-off kind of guy. He does his own thing. He really only shows up when he's absolutely needed. But he, like, he hmm. trusts people, but he's very, like... Trust but verify with Batman. Mm-hmm, yeah. Remember that, uh, was it the Legion of Doom uh, TV movie that had, like, Batman's, like, plans to subdue his own friends got into the wrong hands and... They were all like, uh, they, they were all taken advantage of. Like John Jones was set on like this fire that couldn't be put out, and like the Flash was stapled to a bomb somehow. That was actually um, one of my favorite comics, um, Tower of Babel. Uh, yeah, and yeah, it was planned by Ray Ghul. No, no, no. Okay, so that was that was modified because Legion of Doom one was uh, Vandal Savage. You know, I feel like they always take advantage of Bat. I don't think Batman's ever actually needed to use his countermeasures in the way they were intended. I think they just always get hijacked. Yeah, unless it's like bats, like shark spray or something. <laughs> but no, that's the that's the best part of it though. Like, um, I really love the end of that because Superman's like, "What if? Were you so arrogant as to believe that there wasn't going? Because Batman had a uh, had gotten all of his friends out of the various jams because he never put a countermeasure for himself. So he was like this ex agent, this rogue agent that could just free them from all the traps. Nice. And Superman's like, "Did you really think yourself so immortal? Were you so arrogant as to believe?" That you could never be corrupted. Um, don't you think that you should have a countermeasure for yourself? And Batman's just like, I do have a countermeasure for myself. The Justice League. <laughs> oh, shit! <laughs> Which is basically what you were saying. Like, he trusts them pretty implicitly. But, you know, not so much that he doesn't make plans. I love the relationship between him and the comic relief characters in any continuity. Like him yeah, and Plastic Man in the comics, or him and Flash. Just shits on everyone. Leave. Just shits yeah. on everyone and leaves. It's great. <laughs> the necessary evil. I have to work with this asshole. But he likes them. He likes them. He doesn't like them that much. You could the the smile on his forehead is there. <laughs> like behind, I think that's just behind the mask. You that's can't just the see curve it. of his cowl. <laughs> um, 
there is a uh, character in Darker Than Black. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hay, also known as the the Black Reaper or Grim Reaper or something like that, mm-hmm. um, who has who has like these sides attached to steel links um, that he like wraps around opponents' throats and like pegs into trees and shit to uh, grappling hook. Oh jeez. Um, and like the entire series is super powerful, and he gets superpowers later on, like some of the best superpowers. Um, you know, he can he can control lightning basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so the the canonical the fan nickname for that is Chinese Electric Batman. <laughs> it's a great nickname. And he he fulfills the same role that you're talking about, like the cool aspect of him just jumping out when he's needed and then jumping out again. Because even though he's the main character, he's not the focus of the show. The show is focused around the villains and like the, the police department, and he just shows up when it would be thematically and dramatically appropriate, and yeah. then just leaves again. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, Batman's supposed to be this impenetrable figure. Yeah, they're supposed to be afraid of him. We've said that enough. I think that uh, the audience, such as it is, has gotten the has gotten the image of it. Has gotten the has gotten it. Uh, what do we want to comment on on the technical end? Uh, technical end. Yeah, animation and audio. I, it seemed pretty solid, and you know, like I said, it was very it was very thematically appropriate, like the nightclub. Almost features once an episode. It's a lot of appeal for millennials. Mm-hmm. Uh, the animation lends itself to big, beautiful uh, special effects and like action sequences, which also goes along with that. You know, it felt like scene. it felt like a, it made it feel like a comic book in a lot of ways. Yeah, it did. The it sound did. the sound effects really come through like a, in a big during like big motions during fight scenes. Like uh, yeah, that so punching you, sound. You can see the like the words like pow, but like, you, it, like it's, in it's your more mind's subdued. eye. Yeah. yeah. Those those punching sounds don't sound like punches, but they still sound great. <laughs> Just big wet smacks like a fish hitting a countertop. I really like it. Uh, what if there was a superhero that could like knock people out at a distance by slamming a fish against things? Don't they? They have that encourage the cowardly dog. Yes, they do. <laughs> <laughs> he's the he's the hero this sort city of. needs. Yeah, he's definitely the one that town deserves. <laughs> What, nowhere? <laughs> yeah. Well, just specifically Muriel. <laughs> She's... Why, move! Uh, but, uh... Yeah, so, uh, let's... Uh, do you have anything else to say? Uh, I had one fun piece of trivia. Do it. Originally, and then I want to hit the dark segment. Originally, they wanted to call it Batman Tomorrow. But can you imagine okay. trying to tell people when that is? Explain. <laughs> uh, Batman Tomorrow. Tomorrow at 8. <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> I, what I'm what I'm seeing is like a, an advertisement for like this uh, medical center opening uh, in in your town, and it like comes on like a public access commercial, and it's like uh, Batman tomorrow, today. <laughs> that's that's what I'm seeing, in my mind. <laughs> and it's pretty great. Love it. It's got like this big uh, cartoon cutout on in the front lawn, and it's got like the the new Batman suit, Terry McGinnis's suit, and he's just like pointing to himself, and there's like a speech bubble, and he's like. Um, not taking care of your body is also a crime, or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, I, I want to do the dark, uh, the darkest thing that I can think of. All right, let's hear. Do you want to do? Do you have one? Uh, no. This show as the whole was pretty dark. I felt it was. It was dark at parts. I don't think thematically it was dark. It, it dealt with some dark issues. Like, uh, I don't think it was thematically. I mean, it as, looked dark. dark. It looked dark. I think it actually, did? I think actually, they drew light like white and gray on black backgrounds rather than black on white backgrounds. It, it still looked really cartoony to me. 
Oh, yeah. Eh, I don't know. But, uh, anyway, let me... So, um, this is pretty dark. So, at, at least, you know, in, in as far as Bruce Wayne showing up. Like, <laughs> I can't get over how great that character is. Good day, I want Bruce. I wanted, I wanted everything. Yeah, what if he just greeted him like that? So here's the here's the setup. Um, Matt, you know Terry's little brother. Mm-hmm. He he is fed up with Terry never being around, um, and he finally figures out that he's the new Batman, and that he's going to Bruce Wayne's house to train in being Batman. Mm-hmm. Um, and their mom uh, is 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 stricken ill by the consumption. And he can't take care of her by himself. The what? The consumption zane. All right. Read, Angela, read Angela's ashes. And know. he goes, he goes and confronts both of them by p- holding a gun to the back of Bruce Wayne in like that big computer room that they have. Um, and he holds the gun to his back, and Terry comes in and he's like, "You don't want to do this," um, and pulls a gun of his own in a Mexican standoff action <laughs> against his own little brother. And he's like, "You'll never, you're never there for me." Um, and, and, you know, indecision flashes across Terry's face, and he says, the city needs me more. Oh, um, and he shoots his brother dead. <laughs> um, and, you know, he's, he sort of collapses, and then Bruce Wayne is just like, what have you done? And he's like, I, I had to do it. You're all I have now. The, the, city, the city needs me. I'm no longer a family man. I am Batman. And he just looks at the gun in Terry's hand and says, "No, you're not." And then commits suicide with the gun. That oh, was nice! Yeah, <laughs> that would have been a good finale. <laughs> really round out the Batman arc. <laughs> I would like a whole episode of just Alzheimer's Batman, <laughs> <laughs> like we were doing in the intro. Yeah, <laughs> but, but for Batman. Yeah, or it kind of reminds like... me of that uh that last episode of that Mitchell and Webb book where, uh, where yeah. Sherlock Holmes gets dementia and he barely has like a grasp of sanity and it's mostly played for laughs and then I at the end the he's fog like clear. I can't get the fog to clear Watson. and then he has to be cleaned up by his nurse and Watson just leaves Yeah, like, that's darker than anything I could come up with like when you think about it reality is the darkest and old people are on the dark edge of reality Right, but as Harvey Dent said, it's always darkest just before the dawn. Credits. <laughs> he also said. <laughs> he also said best two out of three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's not how your coin works, man. You're you're, you're just as wishy washy as Terry. Uh, I was right. I was expecting to, there to be like a two faced legacy villain. I'm sure like they're... tripod. Or the, uh, like or the barbershop the quartet. Yeah, you know, like, like multiple personality disorder, man. Yeah. I think that was a Mega Man villain, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. I think we're good here, yeah? Yeah, I think so. All right, so... Uh, so next time... Yeah. I almost forgot. I almost went into until next time territory. <laughs> no, no. So, you stall by telling me what's going on next, and I'll think of a good one. Uh, so next episode... Last episode, you you said that I had been uh, gearing more towards the comedy end, and I mm-hmm. was trying to come up with something to counter that. But when I was I think up, I see where this is going. When I was looking up, um, you know, animated series online, I saw this one, and I was like, no, you know what? I'm gonna go for break broke for for comedy. Um, <laughs> this is a, this is we're gonna we're gonna film our first episode of the Spike Cast. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So <laughs> bring it on, asshole. What do you got? <laughs> 
So our next episode, we will be watching uh, Sheep in the Big City. Oh, dear lord. <laughs> I told you. Oh, man. You could have not... Uh, uh, you know what? Maybe it's got a shiny teeth in me that I can really sink <laughs> my reflexive teeth into. Yeah. Um, so get uh, your uh, wordplay caps on. I can't. Man, I'm not looking forward to this one. <laughs> yeah. You, you son of a bitch. I'm gonna pay you back for this. I feel like <laughs> I feel like a lot of shows um, we we end up liking more than we think we will. I think this will not be the case. <laughs> <laughs> I am almost I think, certain. That I I'm think my hate memories this. of it are too good. Uh, no. <laughs> I think the reality is too bad. Uh, I'm my memories of it are bad, and I'm sure that they're worse than that. <laughs> <laughs> Man, all right, whatever. But uh, yeah, I, I guess we'll do that next time. All right, all right. Well, uh, <clears throat> until next time, this city is full of people who just showed you they are ready to believe in good. Apathy, corruption. <laughs> <laughs> Corruption. Oh. Lighten up, it's your birthday. Don't remind me. Good work, Cape Crusader. Once again, you've saved our fair city from those vile miscreants. They were no problem, Commissioner. For as we all know, criminals are. A superstitious, cowardly lot. They plan and plot, but they always get caught. Their evil schemes all come to naught. A superstitious,